What's up, everybody? It is your boy, Michael. Join us always with Lincoln. And welcome to the Left Hand Backhand Podcast. We have a fun-filled episode for you guys. Um, so sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy. We're going to go over some news and notes that we might have. Um, we have our dealer's choices, and it's going to include a deep dive into certain manufacturers. We're going to do our in-the-bag recap, Lincoln's trip to Idaho, and talk about the Trash Panda disc exchange and what we're looking forward to coming up. Sweet. Awesome. I love that you just like eased us in and like, sit back, relax. I was like, all right. Like, Mike's going to serenade us. This is going to be great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Been doing a lot of talking today, so. Good. I like to hear my own voice. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. So, all right. News and notes. Um, do you have anything for us that you've heard, seen, or want to bring up? The only news that I had was literally what you just told me right before I jumped on this, that Connor O'Reilly has signed with Lone Star Disc, mm-hmm. whereas he was previously with Latitude 64. Yeah. And he was there for three years at least. I think so. He, he, but yeah. he's an Austin guy. Um, found out about him actually from Ezra's vlog, I believe, when Ezra was staying cool. in Austin during the pandemic. That's yeah. that's when I first heard about Connor O'Reilly. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know when I first heard about him. I think he might have been involved in like a final round of like the Oklahoma Open or something like that. Like one of those mid- Midwest tournaments that I just randomly sure. follow because I used to play there and stuff. So yeah. um good for him. Good for Lone Star. Um I mean Yeah, he's like a he's a mid Emerson, a mid, Emerson uh, Keith skill level player. Definite not the same type or size of player. Yeah. But I think he's one of those just like mid tier tour grinders that's just like always out there competing, but not hasn't quite put themselves into the limelight yet. Yeah. He's so. a big dude and can throw the disc far. Yeah. So he'll probably yeah. enjoy some warbirds. For sure. For sure. Um, I actually do have another tidbit um, of news. Macy Valadiez, and I think her last name is now changed, or it is Valadiez now. Um, yeah. She is expecting. She's pregnant. Oh. Due, due June. So, wow. Unfortunately, so her season will be on pause a little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, you might be able to get some of those first tournaments in, possibly, but afterwards, in the kind yeah. of second half of the tour, you don't know what um, that'll be like. So, yeah, possibly a, a, a big loss for Dynamic. Yeah. Dynamic's team going forward. No, it's. Uh... Absolutely true, especially with uh, the parity that's increased in the FPO field, not mm-hmm. at the top, obviously, but like in that five to 15 range, like she was, she's popped she was in on there her a way few up. times. Yeah. yeah, she definitely has. So uh, um, that'll be a bummer for her in terms of her season, although I will never say it's a bummer for anyone 
having yeah. a child. I think that's amazing. So for sure. good, good for, for sure. her. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Well, cool. Fun off season so far. Nothing. I think there hasn't been anything like big explosions yet. Yeah. So, well, next week, spoiler, we're going to be doing a deep dive into free agencies. So we will have our free agency frenzy podcast episode next week. Stay Perfect. tuned for that. Happy December once we get there. Awesome. Sounds good. Um, okay. Do we want to dive into our dealer choices? Let's do it. That's what cool. we're here for today. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Um, so I went a little bit of a like teaser. We're going to be talking a lot about Discraft today. Um, and my dealer's choice was kind of how old am I? Mm-hmm. about discs um, oh about discs not about, about players discs. no not about players no Ooh. discs yeah okay discs. okay um just to see like how close you can get to their yeah, age that's fun. i'll keep tally i have one two three four five six seven eight nine um and we can just kind of like i'll tally how far off of the date you are and, and those will be my points yeah points and see if you're at home if you can you can beat Lincoln in in this challenge. So stay tuned. So and pause. I originally had a few discs that were a whole bunch of different manufacturers, but I went back and I was like, we're gonna be talking a lot about Discraft. Let me get in the mood of Discraft and just like dive into them. So yeah, I got fun. I got my nine. All right. Starting okay. off with maybe a little bit of a soft pitch, but the Discraft Luna. The Luna is when Paul Macbeth moved and, there. And just so you know, I'm also doing the PDGA approved date. Correct. So yeah, it might but, not be when it was released. Um, but when approved, it was approved. approved. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started playing in 2019. Yeah. 2019. And Paul Macbeth had won Worlds in 2019 or 2018 with Discraft. I'm going to say it was approved. Do I need to do the month? No, no, just no, the no. Year? Not, no, just the year. Yeah. All right. I'm going to yeah. say 2018. Right on the money. Let's go. One right on one. the money. Yep. Uh, they get significantly harder from there. Good. Um. The Discraft Roach. Ooh, the Roach. That's an older mold than the Luna, obviously. Um, which the Roach and the Luna are very similar mm-hmm. in general. Uh, I'm going to say it was made in 2009. Mm. It is 2015. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a lot newer than I thought. Yeah. I was kind of surprised at that one too. Okay. Um, but obviously like I don't have the oh, the, the deepest yeah. history in Discraft. Um Me neither. So. All right. The Discraft Wasp. The Wasp. The Wops. Um we're just going to take a stab in the dark here and say the Wasp was made in 
2002. Wow. That was terrible. Yep. Yeah. And the only reason I would get possibly close is the buzz was like the first buzz, which was 20 years ago, was wasp tooled. Yeah, I should have known that. So it was like kind of similar. Yeah. I still probably, I still wouldn't have get that's 21 years old. That is wild. That's wild. That is. It's Um, older than a lot of people, but yeah. Never mind. My brother's older than that. Okay. All right. Next one is the surge. The surge. That's an older mold. Um, not the surge SS, but the surge. Yeah, just the surge. The surge. We're gonna. What did I just say for the wasp 2013? Yeah. I'm gonna say that for no. I'm gonna say 2009 for the surge. Good adjustment. It was 2006. Oh, okay, better. Yeah, good adjustment. Um, all right. We're gonna go with the Challenger SS. Ooh, with the SS, because that's a different mold. Yes, the Chally SS. Hmm. Let's go 2014. Ooh, close. 2017. 17. Okay. Yeah, I think any reason just like looking at the stamp of the Challenger. Yeah. Like the old original stamp just feels younger than 2017, but yeah. Okay, the next one is the Discraft Stalker. Ooh, the Stalker. Um, Stalker, I feel like, is not that old. And what did you just say? The Charlie SS was 2017. Okay, we're gonna go 2014 for the Stalker. Okay, it was 2009. No, nine 2009. Okay. So not five years. Yeah. That's not respect- great. That's respectable. Yeah. Not great, but not. Especially for, I mean, for us, not like, my we, worst. Didn't, we didn't get into disc golf till 2018, 19. So like, yeah, these are kind of shot, shot in the dark. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, The Discraft Comet. The Comet. That's got to be. I feel like that's got to be older than the Meteor. In my mind. Based on the buzz and the wasp being 2002 and 2003, I'm going to say the comet is 2010. You're making me do math here. Dad, comet. 1995. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, I didn't look at all their discs, but to me that that's like I think that was one of their first mids. Okay. Like it was it was their rock. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Less stable, but like it was it was their rock. Wow. Oh, I'm doing terribly, but it's okay. That all is right. all right. Hopefully you at home are beating Beating my we, score. 
we have one that might be a curveball and then one that I hope you can get. Okay. All right. The Discraft Nebula. The Nebula. Um, Darn it. I just saw what it was. I'm on Infinite, and it says the Discraft Nebula. This is without clicking on it. This is just like the bio. Yeah. Uh, it says the Nebula was an ace race disc for 2008. Wild. Wild. I'll just give it to you. Um, so to you. I actually knew that that was an older mold. You did? Okay. I, I only knew that because Ezra recently got into the Nebula, and that's like one of his go-to mid-ranges. Yeah. And he was talking about it, saying that they kind of have brought it back recently mm-hmm. when it was an older made mold. I would have still said 2012. That yeah. would have been the guess off the top of my head. That was the first number that came to mind. Um, but yeah, 2008, that's crazy. So yeah. give me 2012. I'll take the I'll take the four years on that. Okay, that's valid. That's valid. Yeah, I, I never, because like I only have heard of it in the last, year from Ezra wanting to throw it so just awesome it feels good I haven't felt one I've I've only felt one at the at the fly green shop here Mm -hmm. and uh it's a it's a mid-range that I would like because it's a smaller diameter mid oh it is yeah cool cool excuse me I believe so okay the last one I hope you can get this it's one of if not your favorite mold the zone the zone i don't know we're gonna say the year i graduated high school 2012 2008 oh okay not bad yeah it's just crazy to me that it's been around that long I knew it had been around longer than 2015, but I didn't know how much longer. So I, yeah. Okay. Dang. That was fun. Yeah. I don't know my disc history. Yeah. That well. If I'm doing quick math, I think you were, you had a 30, 31 years. (laughs) Difference. (gasps) So that was an average of three I mean, if you did nine of them? No. No, it, more. It's like three and a half? Yeah. You do nine? Did nine. Yeah. Yeah, you had yeah a, 3.4, you, three and you a half. Had, you had an 11 and a 15, which threw you off. Yeah. Actually, I think it was more. I think you're at 40. You had 11 oh, and okay. 15, a six, a five, a four, four, and a three, three, and a zero. Right on the money. Oof. So I averaged just under four and a half years off per guess. That's not not uh not not terrible. Not the best, but but not terrible, I would say. Yeah. Very beatable. If you beat us, tag us on Instagram. Let us know that you beat my score. For sure. So dope. Okay, well, this is moving to my segment if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I wanted to do this off season as we were coming up with segment ideas. And I wanted, I wanted to do deep dives on almost all, if, if not all the big manufacturers. So what that means, you, 
you can take it multiple ways. We wanted to focus on the disc lineup, talk about some of the strengths, some of the weaknesses within a manufacturer's lineup, some of the popular molds, some of the underrated molds, what we're seeing the pros use, what we're seeing AMs use, kind of just talk about high-level thoughts, but also dig into some of them as well. So mm-hmm. this, this is really kind of just going to be all over the place. It'll probably be different every manufacturer as well. But yeah. um, I just think it, this is why we started our podcast was to talk about discs and manufacturers and all this stuff. And so this will be fun for us as we you know, look look across each manufacturer and their disc lineup, what they have available, what's in production, what's out of production, um, just everything like that. It'll uh, hopefully broaden your knowledge as to different molds that you could throw or try from each of these manufacturers and also help us identify areas that we think the manufacturers could potentially improve on. So yeah, starting off with Discraft, yeah. overall big picture, what are your thoughts on Discraft? Um, Very broad question. Yeah. I think their marketing strategy is amazing. I think yeah. their pros do a great job of highlighting the discs that they sell. I think they work with the pros really well to give them a tour series disc that they like to throw, that they have in their bag, that they consistently throw, that they are known for. Um, And And that AMs can throw. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing too crazy. And a lot of their stock stuff is just as good like their pros do throw stock stock discs yeah instead of like very special runs or yes old, old things. No, great point um they have something for everyone they are super they're an older company I th- them and innova are kind of the the pioneers of discs uh just manufacturing the the um, modern what we know of disc manufacturing now, they're kind yeah. of the first two. Yeah. 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 Um, and as far as that, like just their reach on social media to different outlets of, of expanding the game are head, shoulders, knees, and toes above every other manufacturer. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I like best about Discraft is that they come out with different runs of discs and they're usually always very cool looking so it's like intriguing I'm like oh okay I'll try this disc or you know Mm -hmm. it it makes it uh, appealing and so I don't have any sort of like negative I don't know there's not like yeah, well, Discraft is okay, but they do this weird and it rubs me the wrong way. They, I've never had any experience like that. Yeah. Other than their Z plastic is sometimes ridiculously stiff mm-hmm. and therefore very overstable. Yeah. But taking that Z plastic off there, their ESP plastic is some of the best on the market, which is like a star opaque type plastic. Yeah. Um, and their molds, they have some of the 
iconic. You describe this disc by saying the mold name to describe a disc type. And yeah. they've got, you know, just heavy hard hitters that really have kept them through. And apparently, and this is not to yours and my experience, but they went through a phase where people were like, who throws discraft? Yeah. But that's never yeah. been the case as yeah. long as I've played. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it helps that they have the number one. Is he number one still? Probably the number one disc mover in all of history of the sport in Paul Macbeth. Yeah, I'd um, say probably still number one. Yeah. Simon's inching himself close for sure. Um, but they just can't make enough of his, di- of his discs to, to sell. Simon? Um, yeah. Well, th- they're, the time lapses are live. I know. Yeah. They're crazy. But like, that's the thing. Like, it's crazy. Paul has seven, six or seven discs. Simon just kind of has like the one and then the special, special stamps and runs. Right. So once that Simon line gets up and moving, I think he will. Dude, genius move by MVP. Just small tangent. Like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. For sure. It already paid off for what they had to buy him out from yeah. Disc Mania. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, okay, so let's start with the distance drivers. Okay. Uh they have I'm going off of infinite sight because it's easy to navigate. They have a pretty good range of eleven, twelve, and thirteen speed drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh some of the most popular. I'm just gonna shout out some of the most popular real quick. Uh the force, a very overstable twelve speed. Uh, twelve five zero three. So no turn to that one. Good complement to the Zeus, which is more like a destroyer and gets more turn and more play. So twelve five negative one three, mm-hmm. with another good understable complement to that being the Hades, which is another Paul Macbeth run. That's an understable twelve speed. So nice hyzer flip turning. Uh, and those three are kind of their like big name. 12 speeds now they also have the venom thrown in there which is even more overstable than the force yeah as a 12 404 and then you have your 13 speeds so you get your nukes your nuke ss your nuke os yep um and then they have oh actually they have uh the avengers are all 10 speeds as well yeah um their cranks are 12 speeds and they they kind of do a naming convention of ss and os being a retooled version of the mold that's going to be more overstable or less overstable. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thrasher is another good option. Uh, I, you can really find and build an easy distance driver lineup with Discraft and you have flexibility to kind of go with what you're more, most comfortable with. Yeah. For sure. I didn't even throw the Onyx in there. That's 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 down in the control drivers. Yeah, some people could call it a distance driver. It's weird. Some call it a control because they they have the Avenger and the Avenger SS in there. Yeah. Um, any holes in their distance drivers that you see? Not. I wouldn't say particularly. I'm just like 
flabbergast like when i think of discraft and i think of distance drivers i only really think of what is this i only think of the nuke the zeus and the force Mm-hmm. And like those were their three staples. Those are the only one. I mean, this year and AB started throwing the Venom, so that that got a, lo- a little bit more like notoriety to it. Um, just got released, but like that's it. And I didn't even know they had a Crush, a Flash, Crank. I knew they had a Punisher. I do have one of those. Um, I didn't. I didn't know the Punisher. I knew the other ones though. Yeah, but like. They have so many discs that I'm just like, I've I've never heard those. I've never seen anyone throw it. Um, and there's nothing bad about them. It's just kind of wild how they have so many options. But the only ones that I've seen are those three. And then a little bit more of the Hades nowadays with yeah. kind of AMs knowing that a distance driver with some turn will actually help you get distance. Yeah. Um Missy Gannon. She does throw the Thrasher. I do know that. Throws one. the Thrasher yeah. and, and that disc along with Janice Thrashers from Brody. Mm-hmm. Um those ones I feel like have kind of made a push somewhat recently, especially with Missy throwing them as often as she does. Yeah. Um if you had to only take one disc out of their distance driver lineup and bag it, what would it be for you? Um, probably the Zeus. It has the most. It fits by arm the most. They have stable runs. They have understable runs. They have different plastics. They have, um, different weights. Um, for me, it's the one that would fit. I have a few of them. Um, I like the way they throw. I like the way they feel. I don't really like the thirteen-speed nuke. Um, Same. Yeah. But. Yeah, I I would want to say Hades because that's better for my arm speed and also being in Colorado. Mm-hmm. However, the Hades sometimes feel a little too shallow for me, which is yeah. strange because I don't like deep discs. Mm-hmm. But it does feel a little bit more shallow to me, whereas the Zeus feels better than a Destroyer to me. Yeah. It's that might be a- an unpopular take, but shout out to Paul Macbeth. And it's probably a tick shallower than a destroyer, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I would say, which yeah. is why I like it a little bit better than a destroyer. Yeah. Uh, and they're usually pretty neutral in terms of their dominess level, mm-hmm. um, which I like as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Zeus a lot. I would probably agree with you there. Um, although I have thrown a couple of 400 foot bombs at the Hades. So, shout out to the Hades. Nice. Yeah, I, I have three of them that I've. Oh, I, I find them a lot when I go diving in water. Yeah, I feel like I um, do as well. But I've never thrown them. So I I might might need to get on that. Yeah, give it a run. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say we skip the fairway and control drivers since okay. I feel like that deserves a bit of uh, analysis. And okay. I say we go to the mid-ranges, which as you just gave us some trivia on yeah they've got some old mid-ranges old these are the ogs and when you hear discraft it's 
the buzz. That's all you really think about. That's all you hear. That's all people really know. That's the most common open bag player is going to throw a buzz. Um, but they have lots of good ones and they're old. They're true, tried and true molds. Um, they're just, they're still around. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, again, as I mentioned with the SS and the OS, they have the Buzz SS and the Buzz OS. Um, shout out to Connor. We built a little bag for him, you know, just helping him build his bag. Nice. And he had a Buzz SS that he threw a lot and really liked it. It was the, um, the this run. What year was this? Uh, it was the Tour Series 2020... 2022. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had the Tim Barham Buzz SS and Sweet. he threw it really well. And so I was like, well, dude, you have a Buzz OS as well and it's beefcake for you. So why don't you just have an all Buzz mid-range, mid-range lineup Perfect. and yeah. that's very similar feeling mold in three discs that are going to cover all your mid-range shots. Um, so shout out to Connor for running with that, which I think is fantastic. I'm not a Buzz thrower myself because I don't love the wide diameter mid ranges, yeah. but it's a great lineup. Um, Tim Barham and Corey Ellis throw the Buzz SS like butter, and it's fantastic nice. to watch. Nice. Um, the Comet, as you mentioned, that old run. Um, that's actually a four speed. I forgot about that. Uh, nice, slightly understable mid range. Also, yeah. the Meteor, an even more understable run of that. Um, we talked about the Nebula a little bit, the Wasp or the Wops, as we like to jokingly call it. And then the super overstable options, you got the Buzz OS, the Drone, and the Malta, yep. which are based on hand feel. They're all going to fly pretty similarly, I feel like. Maybe yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. The Buzz OS might be different. the most overstable, I think. <laughs> yeah, especially compared to the Malta. Not sure how a drone flies, but... It's pretty similar to a Malta, just way different hand feel. Yeah. Which yeah. I bagged the Malta for a while until I realized I could throw a zone as far as I could throw the Malta. So I just threw yeah. the zone. Nice. Um, the Archer, that's another fun, super flippy mid-range. That's kind of an underrated one. It's a negative three turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Hornet. I've actually seen someone throw a Hornet before. Have you even heard of it? Nope. Yeah, it's like a drone, kind of. It's a overstable, yeah. very overstable. But it was a, a baseline Hornet, and it just looked very, pretty straight with a little fade at the end of it. And I was cool. like, that's such a random disc to have in your back. It was at a West Creek Tags once. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, and the Soul. I forgot about the Soul. Yeah, that's a good one. Weird feeling. I don't like it, but. Yeah. I feel like I know almost all their mid ranges. It's crazy. They, that's the one that they have. That's the lineup that they have the least of. So it's easiest to know all of them. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Discraft and rocking their mid ranges. I would say. This is probably their strength. If you had to classify the the putt and approach, yeah, mid range fairway and distance driver. I would say that this is their strength, personally. It's one of their stronger suits. 
I don't know if it's their biggest strength. I don't know what else would be it, per se. I don't think it's their drivers. Yeah, I could see like it's their most complete package without like random fluff discs. Yeah, like all these have had run. They've had usage. People you know, have your yeah have your preferences and your tastes, and they like them. So yep, yep, yep. I would, uh, I would, I would say that. Yep. Cool. Moving to putters and mm -hmm. the one of the greatest discs ever made, which everybody has now copied. Including the zone in their putter group. Yep. Uh, you have your classic throwing putters and approach discs, and then your putting putters. Uh, a couple of their most popular putting putters, of course, the Luna, which I want to say was like the number one selling mold for 2019 and 2020. Probably across disc golf, like all of disc golf. Not mm -hmm. just Discraft. I think the Luna was the number one selling mold because you tend to buy more putters. But uh, then Paige Pierce's fierce, understable putting putter. Yeah. Uh, you got the Challenger, Challenger OS, and Challenger SS. Chris Dickerson putts with the Challenger OS. Missy Gannon putts with the Challenger SS. Uh, you got the Focus, which is what Adam Hammes putts with. You got yep. the Roach, which is what. Brody, Ezra, and Brody putt with, like that's a, that's one, two, three, four, five, six different putters that their top pros putt with, which mm -hmm. I feel like is not as common, right? No, definitely not. Yeah, so I mean that kind of goes to show the variance in their in their molds, but there's yeah. a lot of different plastics that they have in them. I I think their putting plastic is pretty darn solid. Yeah, and what I like about their putting plastic is they're not afraid to try new things, and I feel like this is where they really listen to their their pros and work the feedback. They collaborate with them. Is like Paul want wanted a a stiffer, less rubbery blend putter. That's how he came out with the crazy tough putting blend. Yeah, the CT. Um, someone wants deeper swirls and super rubbery that's how you get the the swirly roach that brody the brody roach the yep. like they're just all the plastics that they come out with are tailored specifically for those pros to use them to perform and it's cool that they make those available to the everyday consumer yeah to, to be like their pro just looking at the Roach specifically on Infinite, so this is just the ones that they have available to them. They have the Big Z, the Bro D, Crystal Glow Flex, ESP, Jawbreaker, uh, Putterline, Pro, Pro D, Putterline, yeah. Putterline Soft, Rubber Blend Glow, Signature Rubber Blend, TI, X Soft, uh, Z. Fly dye, Z Glow Flex, Z Metallic. That's just, so many different plastics of just, just one yep. putter. If you like, I if they had that many different plastics of the link, I would be poor. I, I am poor. I would yeah. be poorer, more debt than I am, because I would have every single plastic 
Yeah. Just, but so good thing I'm not putting with yeah. roaches. Otherwise, I'd be in trouble. So cool. Um, a couple of the other approach discs. You get the Ringer and the Ringer GT. Yeah. Uh, which is now what they're making the zone after, or they might not be making the zone after. We'll see. Uh, you have the Banger GT, which a lot of people threw those. Uh, the Rattler, which you have a Rattler, right? Yeah, it's the weirdest disc ever. It's very I strange. I don't like it. It's super very fun strange. for ca- it's super fun for catch, but it's definitely not like th- the the glitch. And who? What's the other disc that people um kind of compare the glitch to? Is it, is it is there another one or no? I don't know who came out with it. No, I can't remember. Okay, it has that that same like classic frisbee lid feeling, but the rattler it like doesn't float, whereas the glitch is just like yeah. it wants to stay in the air. Um, and, and so it's like it's, kind of a sharp edge too, so it's not even like fun to catch. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. It's weird. It's um, funny. And then I don't know if this is the case, but one of their oldest molds is the magnet i think i'm pretty sure i think so i don't know when it is but and then they have the soft magnet as its own mold because it they had to tailor it to make it so soft yeah that's funny that is funny um any holes in their putting lineup or what do you think their biggest strength is either question i think their biggest strength is just plastic variants I'd agree. Um, because what it does is it change like they have such a wide variety of each like of molds that like there's gonna be something for someone and then they make all those molds, all seven, eight molds in multiple different plastics for someone else to like like for someone else to like. So like they just cover so much ground with plastics and molds that like every single person can find something that they like yeah if you want a bead you got these choices these options Mm -hmm. if you want a deeper feeling one you have these options if you want a more shallow feeling one you have these options if you want a more understable more overstable they have all the options again that's part of being an older company in the sport is that you come up with more molds and <laughs> have yeah. those things available, yeah. available to you. If you had to build your bag 100% discraft, what do you think you would use to putt based I, on what you felt? I think it would it would be one of the challengers. Um I like the classic challenger. It feels feels pretty good to me. Yeah, I I don't know. Does the ch- regular challenger have a bead? Yes, it says tiny bead. Okay, I feel like I might have tried a Challenger OS before for putting. Probably just either of the Challengers, and then what I would do is like have a throwing Challenger OS and a throwing Challenger SS. Mm-hmm. So like, give me same same but different feel and flights, um, which I, I think one of the greatest things that Discraft does with that naming convention of this mold is tried and true and what we're going to do is alter it slightly down alter it slightly up 
Now you can fill a bigger portion of your bag with the same named disc, slightly different mold, but like similar will, hand yeah, feel. Yeah. But like you will still enjoy it and be happy with that. So yeah. Yeah. One of the challenges coming into this, I didn't like mid ranges were the clear strength in my mind. Yeah. But that's, more of just historically what yeah. they've been mm-hmm. good at looking at their putters. I'm like, it's not a lot that they're missing out on the putter side. No. I mean, the zone is just so goaded that it kind of just strong arms all the other manufacturers. Yeah. But their putter lineups, great. Their mid range is great. Uh, their distance drivers have their few staples, but then you, know, you can build your bag around whatever you want. And then their fairways are, probably the least known of their lineup. It's that few... being said, yeah. They have one, two, three, four, five, uh five new molds within the last three years. Three yeah. years, four years that are their top selling ones and all the other ones are kind of like, Oh, I didn't know that disc existed. Exactly. I look at the fairways and I know some of them, but that's from me going out there trying and being at the store, but I don't see pros throwing anything, but like three of these Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. And those big ones being the two Paul Macbeth runs, the Onyx, 10 speed and the Athena, which is a T bird. I feel like I don't even uh, see many people throwing the Athena. Not I, I've seen more in Colorado than yeah. Okay. I feel like I expected to, but yeah, you're right. It's not as popular. Um, the passion thanks to foundation, I feel like has made a resurgence again, even though yeah. it's a new, still a newer mold. Um, I was on the first run passion train for a while. Great disc mm-hmm. eight speed. Um, you have the captain, tr- captain's raptor and the raptor yeah those two are great molds uh ooh, actually speaking of which i forgot to tell you i have a first run there's the raptor. first even, run i didn't see the raptor, raptor. um oh, this one's not paul ulibari's but i've actually wanted to get out and chuck this disc because it's just nice. feels good i have i have, it, I have a I have, raptor and it feels very shallow yes it does feel shallow especially in a backhand grip forehand's yes. not as bad yeah but backhand it de- your fingertips definitely touch the flight plate a little bit yeah i i'm not the hugest fan on how it feels backhand i don't even know what plastic i have I feel like it, is it and then plastic? comparing that to the captain's raptor captain's raptor doesn't have that same depth issue yeah just just ever so slightly yeah and but, way more overstable. Yes. Captain's yeah. Raptors are fun because they're so beefy. But yeah. Um, so they got the Captain's Raptor and the Raptor, the Predator, which is another very overstable nine speed. Yeah, like what's the difference between that and a Raptor? I don't know. Um all I know is that Chris Dickerson throws the Predators instead of the Raptors. Nice. Uh they have Vultures, the Undertaker. Paul Macbeth used to throw the Undertaker yeah, a lot. I've, I've I, actually, he still does. I, I love the Undertaker. I love so that's one of their molds yeah. that have kind of stayed 
through uh, the stalker Heard ever since they rebranded it to a seven speed instead of calling it an eight speed. I feel like it's done a lot better, which yeah. is well, kind of random. The the passion and the stalker are like the same, same, but different. Like they are different, but like the passion is the more workable fairway than the stalker. I feel like the stalkers I've thrown have been very stable, but yeah. that could just been my noodle arm. Uh, there's also the mantis, which is it I've says heard, it's a negative I've, I've, I've two two. But... Uh, Paul Ulibarri throws big Z mantises, okay, all over the place. Uh, and then there's also the reaper, which Chris Dickerson throws. That's the only reason I know that disc. That's funny. And then there's a few old molds that like I've heard of, but I've never seen. Yeah. In person. It's the Cyclone, the Eclipse, the Tracker, the XL, the Express, the XS, and then the Extreme. Yeah. Uh, and also I'll throw the zombie in there. Shout out to the zombie. Uh, I have thrown one. Shout out to Jordan, my buddy Jordan Nunez. He uh had a zombie that I kind of wanted to get from him, but he was like, Yeah, no, I'll keep it. Yeah. I, I had an ace race zombie. I got it in a used bin in Oklahoma. Oh, okay, it was, nice. It was, it 20, was weird. It was weird. 2012 Ace Race. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was cool. Um, It didn't do anything like to tickle my fancy to be like, oh, this is way better than a fairway and way better than mids. So I was like, Man. yeah, it's a six speed. So is the extreme, actually. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, The XL, I'd thrown one of those before, but I was a TL thrower at the time. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. don't need the XL. Um, but yeah, a couple of those don't haven't even heard of. Uh, the Sting, that one made a kind of a recent comeback. Uh, and then the Talon, I forgot about that. Never they, heard of it. Never heard of it. The one thing that Discraft does do that is kind of fun is like when they do their Ledgestone drops, which is a huge thing for Discraft. That's where they do a lot of their marketing is for the Ledgestone Insurance Open. Yep. They'll bring back random molds like this so they have a z swirl 2022 ledgestone talon it's like yeah okay <laughs> what did not know that there was a market for this disc but they'll bring back you know random molds and bring them back in new plastics for these ledgestone drops or other bigger runs like that um, and then the newest disc in their lineup is the cicada which is a fd but maybe slightly less stable FD. Yeah. Seven, six, negative one, one. I've heard it's pretty understable. But. Yeah, I guess I don't know if they have any holes in their lineup per se. No. Um, I feel like they don't have like, unless I'm just overseeing it, like an eagle e type disc seven five negative one three i see like the xs is that but like there's no tried and true like they just added the athena to be that that t-bird workhorse mm-hmm. but like they don't have that that true workhorse fairway where they have 
an SS version and an OS version in the 70s yeah, to just right. like to just like do the job. Yeah, like I would think maybe you could probably do that with like the Undertaker. Yeah, but then what you do with that is like you turn it into like a more overstable Undertaker is just a, a Raptor. Which is like what you fall into is the that's the problem is so that's right. why I, like if they picked a seven speed to do an SS and an OS with I feel like that would fit really well somehow. They do an XS SS, something, an XS OS. Yeah, yeah, yeah no thanks. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, they really- they do have the heat as well, which is a understable nine speed. Yeah. Like they're a lot of people like that for their roller disc. Roller, yeah. I actually like the heat a lot. I backed on for a good while. And it was a hyzer flip to turning disc, but it still faded out because I would give it enough hyzer. Nice. Um but that was kind of one of those discs that I really appreciated throwing hyzer flips with because Good, and then I realized, oh, I'm in Colorado. I don't, I don't need to throw hyzer flip turning shots. I need to just throw big hyzers. Yeah, yeah. So I stopped bagging it for a while. But well, cool. So that's that's Discraft's disc lineup. Yeah. Um. For sure. Overall thoughts. Actually, let's go two or three favorite molds, and then two or three molds that you would want to try that you haven't. Um, my two favorite, God, it's hard. I'll say the, the fierce in a premium plastic throwing putter is nice. super underrated. Um, it's super nice. It's not currently in my bag, but can easily make my bag and be in there. No problem. Um, and then I'll, I might, it might be a cop out, but the passion, I've been really liking it when I've th- I'm throwing it recently. Um, I know Brody and Ezra have been hyping it up a lot. Um, the foundation guys are hyping it up a lot. So, um, I'm, I'm following in their stead and I'm enjoying it a lot when I'm throwing it. So I'm, I'm thinking of bagging it. Yeah. If it weren't so wide, it I is, would like it more. It's weird how it's wide, huh? So that's how a lot of Discraft's discs are. The Onyx is very wider. wide. Is the Raptor wider too, or am I just kind of crazy? The Raptor's not. Okay. Um, but the, the Onyx and the Passion are. The Buzz is very wide. Very wide, yeah. Uh, there was another one or two that I was surprised at how wide they were. Yeah. But yeah, a couple of random like you're like, why is this so wide? But yeah, no, it's a good disc. Um, greatest or my favorite is obviously the zone. Yeah, don't need to say anything I le- I more le- about I le- that. I left that one for you. So. Yeah, thank you. Don't need to say anything more. Um, one that I do want to try is the Nebula. I only felt it yeah. and it felt pretty good, but I haven't thrown it, so I'd I'd like to try the Nebula. Um, and then I kind of. 
I, I wish I was a buzz guy because I would love to throw the buzz GT. Yeah. I, every time I pick up the buzz GT, I'm like, Oh, this is just kind of fun. You know, I just think this is kind of cool. Um, but it does make me want to try the banger GT as well yeah. after the zone GT or the, the banger zone. Nice. So yeah, those are the ones I'd say I want to try. And then, uh, The Onyx is a good disc for sure, I think. Like, yeah, it's it's not beefy, but it's still got stability to it for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's almost. Is it kind of Thunderbird esque, or am I just being totally wild and crazy? I believe that's what he intended for it to be. Okay, was a like it came out as a ten speed, but he wanted it to be a like a nine to 10 speed fast control driver that would get a lot of distance, a lot of glide, but still have stability to hold up to some good power. Be reliable. Yeah. 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 The disc that I would, I'm interested in trying would, I've thrown them both before, but I would, I want to try them again is the undertaker and the vulture. Um, I had good positive experiences in the past and I would just love to get my hands on another one and give them a whirl. Yeah. The undertaker is the one that I threw. That was the undertaker and the scorch were the Z plastic. That was just crazy stiff. And I was like, this is ridiculously stable. Like I can't even use this right now. And then the, the vulture I think is, is another solid disc, very similar to the onyx doesn't start out as overstable. But yeah. definitely, uh, definitely worth throwing, especially if you don't like the wideness of the Onyx. For sure, yeah. So that was the deep dive, and we're gonna transition into in the bag. The in the bag. We're coming off of a holiday weekend with. Black Friday sales, Monday Friday sales, Cyber Days, and all these all these deals on disc golf mystery boxes. All the deals. Um, did you end up buying any new discs this year? None. No. 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 That's no good. box I'm very, for I'm me. Proud of I, you. Yeah. I have been uh, not purchasing discs this year, if possible. Which obviously I've still bought some, but. Uh, definitely bought less this year, mostly due to budgetary cutbacks in my life. Yeah. And, uh, it pained me a little bit to see all these different deals go by and just say, see you later. But, uh, I, I was, a, I held strong and I didn't, didn't partake, but I know you did. Yeah. Um, I caved, I went to my local disc golf store and what was the other disc I bought? I bought two. Or did I just buy one? Well, you had a purchase. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that one second. Okay. Cause I, I bought I a new, know about the other ones. Well, I bought a new reco. That's right. But you sent oh, yeah. me a picture. Oh yeah. And then I bought a, a reco and then an X out, um, Centurion, which I think is iBlend. Um, mm-hmm. and after throwing it, it is it's not like sign I, I only threw I went to a course and played. Um and it wasn't like 
understable, but I it I it definitely had a little more like left drift when I was throwing it. But the course I played was very undulated up hills, so it was hard to get just like a generic flight on it. But sure. pretty sure it's gonna be eye blend. Um but yeah, I bought myself a non mystery mystery pack of nice infinite discs. Um I think I got six. Um so I got an Emperor, the Czar, the Czar, an Aztec, a Exodus, Chariot, and Anubis, two mids, four distance drivers slash control drivers, fairways. Um, so yeah, those they said they're shipped, should be on their way. Um, super excited to give them a try and it was a good deal. Couldn't pass yeah. it up. Nice. So, which which of those are you looking forward to the most? The Emperor the most because I have my Swirly S blend and then I have a G blend. And so I wanting to really see like I really because I really like them. I wanted to see if it is that like tick. It's it's in the Halo plastic. I want to see if it's that true oh, okay. yeah, tick yeah, yeah. more stable. Um and then I'm really excited for the Aztec because it's it's a ten five oh two vulture, yeah, vulture type disc. Um, so it could be that longer straight um, control driver that I don't really even have one of those in my bag right now. So um, okay. it'd be cool to see if it lives up to the expectations of the flight numbers. <laughs> I got a G blend and an I blend back in my early disc golf era. Mm-hmm. And my dad now has the I blend and my brother has the G blend. So I gifted both of those nice. away. Cause I wasn't a fan of it. My brother bombs his though. Yeah. His, his is well a seasoned G blend and yeah. it is, uh, under like, it gets full flight for him. Yeah. Naturally. Like if he throws Perfect. it flat, he gets a lot of turn, but it still has stability at the end of it. So I don't know if you'll like it. I yeah. wasn't the biggest fan, but yeah, we'll see. It was I've also changed a lot since then. So yeah. It was know. ten bucks and at ten bucks ten dollars is like my magic number for disc. Like if I can get a brand new disc for ten dollars, there is not much holding me back from buying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm a sucker for a ten dollar deal. So um I know Infinite. I had an email from them yesterday or they today. Had a, they had a slew of discs for f- like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. saw that. And I yeah. clicked on the four dollar discs and it was the oh, uh there, yeah. Oh uh, I wasn't tempted was by those. What was it? XCOM discs. That was yeah. the four dollar yeah. disc deal. And I was like, okay, classic. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. But uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, well cool. I'm excited to hear about those. Um yeah. I got out to Idaho this last weekend, which was a blast. I got to play with Connor and Bryce and my awesome. brother and Connor's nice. brother. So shout out to Connor and my hopefully my brother, since they somewhat listen to this podcast, I think. Um <laughs> and I 
stuck true to what I said I would do, and I didn't take anything faster than a nine speed. Nice. Um, we played a pretty fun course in outside of Boise. It's only open in the winter time. It's called Sandy Point. Yeah. And the reason it's only open in the winter is because in the summer it's like a swimming area, and so you have like the first six holes are like up on the edge of a. I don't know, there's like a drop off. And so there's mm-hmm. a couple holes down at the bottom of a cliff and then up kind of off up on top of the ledge. Uh, and that's like mountainous type. And then the rest of the course is kind of playing through park and there's park benches and everything like that. But because it's the winter, nobody goes there except for to play disc golf. So cool. um, I played pretty terribly. Like I didn't throw many great shots, but yeah. had a had a good old time. It was like twenty five degrees when we played, so yeah. a little sounds, bit sounds fun. A little bit cold at seven in the morning, um, but it was a blast to see Connor. He dyed me a sick ESP white zone, and yeah. it's only half of it. So when it flies, you can see like if you're rotations. getting enough rotations on it, or yeah. if you know, like if you need to throw it with more more spin, less spin. I don't know. I, nice. I just thought it was kind of cool. Um, so we have matching buddies to that, uh, lost a biofusion escape, yeah, which is going to get returned to me Nice, because it's going to get returned to Connor and then he's going to die it and practice dying on a blue disc. So he's excited about cool. that. I'm excited about that. Um, so yeah, mostly through those, through the dunes a lot, actually, uh, through a few zones and Mostly just escapes. A few nice. forehand FD3s, but mostly escapes. Uh, discs are a lot less stable in, like, even at cold Idaho in the morning. Like, I threw yeah. my blue biofusion escape on a, I aimed to the right and I put it on a little bit of Anheuser and it just held the whole way and drifted down the cliff yeah. and into the mud pond over there, mm-hmm. which I was amazed that the person found it. He said it was stuck in the mud like tombstone down into the mud it's like okay well yep no wonder i didn't find that one yeah um but it was a lot of fun and uh made me excited to go to oregon for christmas and play a little disc golf in oregon nice that'd be awesome yep and then yesterday took my girls to the park i took a little break from work and while it was still light out and i threw some discs that i got in my trash panda mystery box awesome um, awesome. what I were they? Two, only one of them actually was from the mystery box, but it made me pull out other MVP putters yeah. that I have. Um, I got 10 discs from my guy. No, 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 nothing. Wow. 10 discs. That's, that's awesome. That's a good secret Santa. So that's if, insane. I feel you, bad. I'm like, yeah. I was only going to send two like, shoot. Yeah. If you got Lincoln cook in Parker, Colorado, and you sent him 10 discs, um, you are more than welcome to join us on the podcast and free invite to let, Rob, yeah. I think is his name. Let us know um, why, what you sent, and uh, we appreciate you for sure. Yeah. So the, the disc I'm most excited for that he sent me was that uh, Huck Lab Shrike. Yeah, super cool. I've, I've, never, I've never thrown a Shrike before, so I'm excited to give that a, give that a go. Um, but one of the discs that he sent was a actually no sorry two of them he sent a eclipse glow proton anode nice. so it's premium plastic and then he sent a 
James Conrad, holy Fact- shot, factory, factory second. lab second, NV, as well as a prototype NV. So the prototype I didn't throw. I'm going to keep that one Yeah, in Smart. nice condition. But then my brother, I traded him a disc, and I got his old Cosmic Electron Medium NV. Nice. And this thing is super fun to throw this is what i expect a proxy to fly like yes yeah and it's just well seasoned it's got a little little tiny warpage from a couple heavy trees that he's hit yeah Um, and then i also threw a proxy so this flew like i expect the proxy to fly like the proxy flew like i expected a beat in envy to fly like and this envy is beefy wow i was throwing it on flex lines like a lot of Anheuser and it would still flex out of it. Like nice. I don't know if it's just me, if it's Colorado, if it's yeah. <laughs> just a brand new envy. But uh, I remember the other envy that I had, which I gave to my buddy, Michael Goodwin uh, or Goodman. Sorry. Sorry about that. Goodman. What the heck? Um, and it was very overstable for me. The James Conrad commemorative disc. Hmm. but he was throwing it like crazy in Kansas city. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm not an envy guy, but but it was fun. It's good to throw some MVP putters and they're going to make the bag for the next round and see uh, how they find the course. Cool. Awesome. Um, I haven't gotten mine yet. I sent mine off. Um, I sent two discs to each of my people. I signed myself and my wife up because I love, exchanging discs i think is a super cool fun thing so i don't know you send your wife up that's fun yeah so i got to do it twice <laughs> so so that's shit. why you got two names i was like wow are you just special and you yeah, got yeah, two yeah. people yeah that's why i got two names because technically one was for my wife yeah um, there you go that like, makes sense yeah yeah so it'll be fun to see what what i get if i get one um so hopefully they come in the mail uh sometime this week or next week and we can talk about it on the next episode. Sounds good to me. Perfect. Um, all right. I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, thank you guys for sticking out and joining us for our, our discraft deep dive. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, Cause I think we did and we'll be doing something similar to that for other manufacturers. Um, in the foreseeable future. So um, again, thanks for joining us on the left-hand backhand, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace out.